Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Yesterday was supposed to be Illinois' first day without cash bail, but my colleague Mawa Iqbal reports judges in some counties were still setting money bonds. In the Sangamon County Courthouse in downstate Springfield, several people had pretrial hearings yesterday. There was debate in the courtroom on whether the defendants should be processed under the old system or under the new one. Public defender Craig Reeser argued they should be released or have their previously set bond amounts lowered because their charges are not detainable under the new law. The prosecutor argued the people were charged with their crimes before the new law took effect and so should have to pay a bail to get out. Judge Rudolph Broad granted the release of most defendants on their own recognizance, but he denied lowering bond for two people. A spokesman for the Illinois Supreme Court, which issued a ruling earlier this year authorizing the new system to go into effect, declined to comment on whether Sangamon County was properly interpreting the law. In the wake of disturbing allegations of sexual harassment by leaders at the National Association of Realtors, advocates are demanding sweeping reforms. My colleague Claudia Morell interviewed Jason Haber. He's the founder of the National Association of Realtors Accountability Project, a group created in response to allegations of sexual misconduct. He stood outside the Realtors headquarters in downtown Chicago yesterday. For the last two weeks, I've received calls, emails, texts, private messages from women around the country who are tired of the harassment, of the assaults, of the abuse. It must end. Haber's group is calling for an end to non-disclosure agreements at the organization. They're also asking for a third party to take complaints from employees who might be too scared to go to HR. The city of Chicago published an environmental study that says the effects of climate change and pollution are felt unequally from neighborhood to neighborhood. Mayor Brandon Johnson says the study confirms what South and West Siders already know. Decades of disinvestment in our South and West Side neighborhoods have led to inequities that negatively impact housing, health, the local economy, and of course the environment. My colleague Juan Pablo Ramirez Franco is reporting the city of Chicago agreed to complete the assessment after the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development found the city was violating people's civil rights. That's because permitting polluting industries in Black and Latino neighborhoods constituted a civil rights violation. Johnson says the study is a roadmap to help create ordinances and policies to address pollution. On the same day that study was released, Mayor Johnson wasn't saying whether he plans to bring back a Department of Environment this year. Progressive alderpersons and environmental advocates have been pushing for years to reopen the department, after it was disbanded by former Mayor Rahm Emanuel. Reopening the environmental department was one of Johnson's campaign promises, but he didn't say if it would happen during this budget season. It is not off the table. I can't speak to whether or not it will be instituted in this particular budget, but it is something that I believe that over time we can grow towards. Johnson will need to balance a range of progressive priorities while he faces a $538 million budget gap. And for some quick hits... The Chicago Inspector General's office has seized computers from the office of City Treasurer Melissa Conyers-Urban as part of a probe into allegations of misconduct. A spokesperson for the Treasurer says Conyers-Urban is looking forward to, quote, sharing her perspective with the Inspector General. She's under fire for allegedly abusing her power, including complaints that she tried to force a bank that does business with the city to issue a mortgage on her husband's ward office. 
The story was first reported by the Chicago Tribune. U.S. Senators Tammy Duckworth and Dick Durbin have announced that they're allocating $10 million in federal funding for the Illinois Pathways to Partnerships project. The program is working to support independent living and professional development for students with disabilities ages 10 to 24. It's in partnership with state agencies and centers for independent living. And there's a new program at the Lincoln Park Zoo for people with dementia called Memory Enrichment. It focuses on sensory-friendly experiences in a private section of the zoo with animals in view. Those experiences are meant to help people with cognitive impairment improve their concentration and stimulate their memories over time. Activities for the last gathering included bird calling and group stretching. Memory enrichment will take place on the third Friday of every month. Today's weather, it should reach the high 60s with a chance of rain in the late morning and early afternoon. Then tomorrow, it will jump to the high 70s with mostly cloudy skies. If you love the show, please rate and review us. It helps more people find the rundown. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening.